You're listening to Excellence Above Talent, a podcast where we have the hard conversations about the lives of men and what leads us to achieve greatness and suffer defeat. Hear from other men's journeys as well, as we all learn and grow together to become inspirations to ourselves and those around us. And now your host, Aaron Thomas. What's up, my beautiful people? Aaron Thomas with Excellence Above Talent. Y'all thought I forgot, eh? Heck no, I told y'all this would be a weekly thing. I just started off a little late. Had a long day yesterday and didn't make it into the recording booth, a.k.a. my computer and mic. So I was at a uh, board meeting yesterday, and there was a stat that came up that like I knew about, but I didn't know that it was down here. And... The stat was there are more suicides here in the Permian Basin than anywhere else. And I'm not sure how true that is, but living here in the Permian Basin, I can see how, if it is true, why it's true. Because we live in a society, especially in this area, where not being in people's business uh, trying to ignore the red flags that we see in people, not wanting to get involved in, in other people's issues is something that we do really well out here. Like, if someone's struggling, let them struggle because that's none of my business. And I feel that that's one of the leading causes of why people are committing suicide in this area at a higher rate than most. But I also feel like the those old roles that, and I'm pretty sure most of it is men, uh, statistically speaking, most of the suicides that happen in the world are done by men. So when we're looking at why that's happening, a lot of men don't know what role they have to play in this world. I told the group, in my board meeting, and it might sound sexist. I, I I might be canceled. I don't I don't know. I really don't care. But back in the day, there was a role that men played and a role that women played. The men who played that role were providers. They took care of the household. They knew what it was they needed to do on a daily basis. They had the power to force women to do things that they might not have wanted to do because women at that time didn't have money because the guys were the ones being the providers and the ones taking care of, like, the household uh, when it came to paying the bills and things of that nature. And for so long, men abused their power. And I'm not saying all men But a lot of men abused their power because they thought she ain't going to go anywhere because she has nothing. So that man could do any and everything and whatever he wanted to her or cheat on her or just kind of live his life the way he wanted to live it. And she just had to deal with it. And in that process of the generations of men doing those things to women, 
women got fed up and they started to fight back and they wanted to take on a bigger role when it came to the family. They wanted to make their own money. And then once they started making their own money, they realized, I don't need this dude. I don't need to be whitewashed or manipulated or gaslight. So I'm better off by myself. I'm better off single. And we have created this society where women are taking on this mantle or role of independency, which is totally fine. But there are a lot of men who still are clinging to the role of trying to be a provider and trying to take care of the family. And that's simply not the role that we need to be in. There has been a a shift. And I'm not saying change it completely, but there has been a shift in roles that men and women play. The key thing to understand that shift is to communicate with the person that you're with where you're at. Steve Harvey said something the other day, and I thought it was, it, was pretty, it was pretty good. He says he has four bank accounts, or him and his wife have four bank accounts. He has his own. She has her own. They have one bank account that they put the money in for the bills, and then they have another bank account where uh, they put money in for saving. So there's an understanding, okay, she has a role, I have a role, and this is what we're doing. But there's a lot of guys... I would say ego-driven, prideful, not wanting to accept that there is, you know, a role change if you're in a relationship where the roles have changed. And so you're fighting and you're holding on to whatever it is you think you need to hold on to because that's what your grandpa and that's what your dad did, but it's not working. And so because it's not working, there's a lot of men who are role-less. They don't have or feel they have a role in life. And I'll be honest with you. I have felt that way before, not having a role in life. And once you feel that way, the negative thinking and the thought process and am I worthy, am I enough, who would want me, you know, because you don't have that part to play or you assume you don't have that part to play. But everyone has a part to play in this life. But once you start down that emotional negative roller coaster of I don't have a part, I am not enough, I am not worthy, you you take a downward spiral. And it's a very quick spiral. It doesn't take years for it to just, for you to spiral out. Weeks to months. Negativity is a monster. It doesn't take a long time for it to catch hold and create Havoc in your life. Just think about it. There are times where in a two-minute span, someone did something to you at 8.30 in the morning. And at 9.30 at night, you're still pissed off thinking about it. Like, that's how powerful negativity is. It can ruin your entire day if you don't call it out for what it is. And so there's a lot of men running around with a, with a very negative mind state because there's, there's, they feel like there's not a role for them to play in this process, in this world. And so if you as a man who've been taught your whole entire life, provide and protect, provide and protect, provide and protect, and now 
most of the women are like, I don't need no provider or protector. I can do it by myself. I'm independent. And then you're also taught, don't express yourself, hold it all in, act like everything's okay. Men can't cry. And so you're holding it all in and you can't express yourself. What do you think you go to? Will it be positive outlets or negative outlets? Most of the time, men will go to negative outlets. Drinking, drugs, porn, having sex with as many women as possible. Because they're trying to fill a void in their lives from that missing role that they, that they need. Because we all, we all need. It's, it's not like something like, oh, maybe, no. We all need a role. We all want to play a role in this thing we call life. And once you find that niche or that role that you're in, that's where like the sweet spot is. And it could change from time to time, but you have to be aware of it and then put yourself back in a role that you need to play. But a lot of times men aren't taught any of this stuff. And then on, on top of that, we let our ego and pride get in the way to where even if someone tried to say, hey, I see you, what's going on? I'm good. Ain't nothing wrong with me. And if someone tries to tell you about yourself, you're not going to listen because you think you already know it all. We have come to this place in the world where you can't teach young men anything. Most young men already think they know it all. And I can't blame them because whenever I was younger, you couldn't tell me anything as well. But now we're in a place where these young men need to get this information and most of them aren't getting it or listening to it. And they're going down this path where it's just complete destruction. And if no one is stopping you going down a path of complete destruction, what do you think the ending is going to be? If no one is stopping you, if everyone sees the path that you're going down and no one calls you out. I was going down a pretty pretty dark path when I got divorced. It was dark, drinking every day. But there were a few people that called me out. Hey, bro, what are you doing? What's going on? Why do you feel like you need to be doing this? That helped me snap out of the path that I was going down. Now, it wasn't none of their business. They could have just went on, took out their videos, recorded, laughed. This dude is going down this path. And they know I was going down that path. But there were some people that called me out and said, hey, this is a path you're going down, man. It's not going to be a good one. To help me snap out of the bad path that I was going to. But if there's not enough people being open to calling other people out and saying, hey, you're headed down this path. And the thing about calling people out is you're calling them out because you see where they're going. You're not calling them out because you're perfect. You know at the end of that path is destruction, is death, is dying, is doing something crazy, doing something stupid, because you might have been on that path. And so it's, it's okay to call people out. We live in a society where we're afraid. Well, because I'm not perfect. Hell, nobody is perfect. But if I see, help the next person out. Hey, this is, this is what's happening. This is what you're going through. But there, there's not enough, you know, we live in a society where we don't want to help because we feel like we're pushing on the other person. And I'm, I'm very, I will, I will call you out. Hell, I'll call my own self out. I don't have no issues calling my own self out and my issues. And so the call out isn't for, isn't an attack on you. The call out is an attack on 
your behavior and your actions. And that sucks being called out 100%. I've been called out. I've called myself out. Your actions are taking you down this path and it's not going to be a good one. And so I, I understand at, at first you, you want to say, who do, who does this person think they are? But if that person has nothing but love for you and you have to have that discernment, if they're, they're showing you love by telling you you're screwing up and you're going down a wrong path, take that time to really consider what they're saying versus blowing them off and saying they don't, they don't know what they're talking about. We are in a crisis. No one wants to talk about it. Men are in a crisis. They are hurting. They are crying. They are killing themselves because no one is listening. And we live in a society where you men don't get to express what's going on. And if they do, they're told to get back into that box of, being prideful and not being hurt and acting like everything's okay when it's not. And it clearly isn't working. It hasn't worked for my father's generation. It's not working for my generation. And it sure as hell ain't working in this next generation. Because I'm seeing these young men and they're all crying out for help. They're all trying to find a way. They're all trying to find their role, their purpose, their why. And if you get caught up in that negative mind state, and no one snaps you out of it, all you're going to do is hurt and destroy. And the sad part is you you don't want to do it. Like you don't want to be hurtful. You don't want to be destructive or destroy. But that's the only option you think you have at that time until someone comes and say, hey, there's another way. But if no one comes to say, hey, there's another way, that's what you're going to do. And then when you get out of that fit of rage or when you get out of that anger and when you, when you get out of all that hurt and pain that you've caused, you got to go through a processing stage of, man, I, I, I want to be better. I should not have done that. What else can I do? And if you don't go out and find the help and if no one calls you out on it and says, hey, you're going down this path, you're going to continue to do it over and over and over again. And you'll stop blaming yourself and start blaming others for why your life is the way it is. It's super important. I'm telling you, if your son, especially if you're a single parent in a single parent household, if you're a single mom and you have a son, you have to find ways to get that son connected into a men's group, brotherhood at your at the church, uh, somewhere where they can pick up on healthy Things that men do because society, the Internet, social media isn't teaching these young men what healthy things men do. And it's creating a vortex of just hurtful, lonely, sad, frustrated, angry boys that are becoming men and they're lashing out and, and hurting their family because that's what they think they have to do in order to be tough. We are in a pandemic when it comes to suicides. We are in a pandemic when it comes to mass shootings. All these mass shootings that have been happening have been done by men. Men, you can't tell me that that's not a coincidence. 
90% of the prison system is filled up with men. You can't tell me that as a coincidence. Men are 3.5 times more likely to commit suicide than women. You can't tell me that's not a coincidence. The sexual assaults, the domestic violence are predominantly done by men. You can't tell me that's not a coincidence. Drunk driving, drugs, porn, we're running to all the wrong things. And we're hurting everybody in the process. It's not a coincidence. We are in a pandemic when it comes to the livelihood of men. And as a society, we just push through because that's what we always have, we, that's what we've always done. Push through. Everything will be okay. Everything will make it, but it's not. There's more mass shootings than days in this year. Is that not frustrating? Is that not sad? There are more mass shootings. Then days, 94 men kill themselves every single day. 22 veterans kill themselves every single day. And we just wake up and act like everything's okay. Knowing that it's not. Knowing that your son shouldn't be doing the things that he's doing or saying the things that he's saying. But boys will be boys until them boys turn into angry men who can't control, who can't express, who can't feel, who doesn't know their role. And those men become weak. They're not dangerous men. They're weak men. We are raising a generation of weak men. Dangerous men know how to control themselves. Dangerous men know how to adapt to their roles. Dangerous men doesn't care about what society thinks about them. They're going to do what they feel they need to do in order to be the best they can possibly be. That's a dangerous man. We are creating a society full of weak men that women think are strong. Be mysterious. Don't show me any mo- don't show me any emotions. Be the alpha. And then when these women get with these men, they want to change them. Don't be the alpha. Show me your emotions. I don't understand what you're not. I don't. I, I want to feel what you're feeling. It's just. It's just a crazy, sick game that we're playing right now, and we're allowing our our young men to be the chess piece the pawns of what's really going on, and it's hurting them. They're lost, they're confused, they're trying to find their way. And if they don't get to find their way or have a hard time finding their way, at some point, what's the, what's the point? Why try? Put a gun in my head and pull that trigger. Get a rope and hang myself, cut myself. What's the point? No one sees me. No one cares. What's the point? We got to do better. We got to do better as a society, as a community. We have to start fighting for our young men because their lives matter. They really do. So if anyone hasn't told you today that they love you, let me be the first to say I love you. You're awesome. You're amazing. You deserve the best that this world has to offer. Do not give up. Do not quit. The world does not get easier. You get stronger. Y'all have a blessed weekend. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And for daily motivational and up-to-date content, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Excellence Above Talent. And remember, keep moving forward, never give up, and you are never alone in this battle. We'll see you next time.